Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer will be back tomorrow. My co-host filling in today is uh, a good buddy, Brian Baker. You work in the Hollywood film industry. You're a stunt man. Uh, you're a man of many talents. You wear many hats. But I'm wondering what the writer's strike has meant for you in your industry. We've reached the 100-day mark uh, with the writer's strike, and uh, Hollywood writers it doesn't look like there's an end in sight just maybe your overall impressions of of what's going on and what what the writers want what the studios want and where you see this going well yeah because now it's not just the writers it's also the screen actors guild and uh, they're pretty far apart Nige, and most people are of the opinion at this point that this could go on now until at least january so i mean that that would set a new record but it wouldn't necessarily be completely unprecedented they've had long strikes in the past and uh, you know the things that they are negotiating for i mean obviously they want better pay they uh, they want uh, better residuals they want more transparency in terms of how the studios are are using a Accounting, and they want protections against AI, which, you know, that's going to be a little bit difficult to pull off. Some of the, the things that they're fighting are the result of a bad agreement that they put together when they, they put the contract together last time and nobody really quite saw what was happening with AI, nor did they really fully understand streaming. And now that everyone kind of has a better idea of what the impact is and what the money is now, you know, everyone wants their slice of the pie because this the residuals on streaming are nothing compared to what they were for network television or a big blockbuster film that really? is released in theaters. Yeah, I mean, it's a fraction of it. And the studios play a lot of games too. Like they'll, you know, they'll set up a production company to make a movie and then the film gets made and then they will the the studio will then charge the production company to market that film and of course they can charge them whatever they want and they have to pay it because it's essentially the same company and so they kind of drain the money so that on paper it looks like there was no profit made and then a little bit less money goes to the people that have a a financial stake in the in the profits if the film does well so yeah man i mean th there's a, a lot of things going on here but ai is really at the center of this for the writers and for actors man because it is so easy for these studios now to scan a background actor and just create crowds out of you know nothing i mean they have these wow. they have these they have the technology to, to create so i mean i think in terms of like background drive uh, background actors i think you know extras that's probably done i think they're going to be out of a job You're kidding me it's no but but the thing is, like, main actors, I'm not as afraid of AI as, as most of the writers and the, the actors are. I mean, the, the truth is, I think it is one of those things that everyone doesn't understand it and how it works. And so it's this very scary thing. And, yes, it's going to have an impact. Like I said, I mean, I think extras are, are done for. But uh, main actors and main writers are always going to have gigs. And even writers that, uh, you know, are out there on the picket lines utilize AI themselves to kind of help brainstorm and just, uh, you know, 
know, clear the cobwebs and, and maybe do a little bit of research to get the ideas flowing. Um, but in terms of AI, like writing scripts, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I've just, I, I know too much about this stuff at this point, and, and it's just not going to happen. The folks that are going to be in trouble in terms of the writing front when it comes to AI are, are really like journalists, people that just write straight news where they're grabbing facts and, and you know, putting it into an article. They're already doing it, and they, they tell yeah. you they're doing it in, in those articles. Yeah, right? they, yeah. Mean, and that's easy to replicate. But creativity, empathy, taking someone on a, on a hero's journey in a story, that's something that is very difficult to pull off. Let me, so, let me ask you about ahead. more on AI in just a second, but who are, are, is there a good guy and a bad guy here? Like the Screen Actors Guild, the writers? Uh, you, know, look, you know what I mean? I, I, like. I don't know that anybody's wearing white hats at this point, okay. man. I mean, the truth is, yeah, the studios are scumbags, as are the streamers, and they're greedy, and you know, they're 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 doing some some sneaky things on the accounting side. But I also think it's true that industries evolve, things change, and you know. A lot of, of industries aren't what they used to be. You know, how, who goes to work for a company that, that manufactures cars and gets a nice pension and, you know, retires early and, and uh, is getting nice social security? And I mean, it's just like certain things that our grandparents had and our parents had, we're not going to get. The economy has changed, and that's just the reality of how things evolve, whether you like it or not. And you know and what? So, celebrities aren't celebrities anymore, I feel like. Like, be, not. because everybody's a celebrity with social media. And yes. you have a very select few uh, Hollywood actors that are still mysterious. That's what makes you a celebrity. You're you're mysterious. You don't mm -hmm. you don't host game shows like like Jamie Foxx is a an Academy Award winner. He's, he's he hosts game shows. Like I'm just saying, I, I don't see Leo DiCaprio hosting Family Feud. <laughs> Does no, that make but, sense? And some of the mystery has gone away in Hollywood for people, and I'm not sure that a lot of people care about what's going on right now, as unfortunate as it may seem, and even it's affecting you, and I hate saying that, but do people care what's going on right now with this? I don't necessarily think they do. I mean, I, I get uh, my feathers ruffled when I hear people making comments about writers, and they'll say, "Well, you know, good that the, you know, the writers aren't working because all they turn out is crap." And it's like th those are clearly people that don't understand exactly how the business works and how a movie gets made. Because what you see by the time something hits the theaters, I mean, it is it is so non-representative of really? what a writer originally put forth. But yeah, man, you know, th and things like residuals, we didn't always have residuals in the business. I mean, all those old sitcoms stars, Donna Reed, you know, and folks who are on My Three Sons, they weren't getting residuals. That was something that came along later. And yeah, it's great because it can help fill the gaps when people are, are in between acting gigs or in between writing gigs uh, and, and substantially. So, I mean, about 50% of their income would come from residuals, but that's something that wasn't always there. There's a lot of people that work in industries where it's like you do the job, you get paid once, and maybe you got a piece of the, of the pie, you get a piece of the profits, but you're not getting paid over and over again. So, I, th I think things just have to change. I mean, the economics of the of the business have changed, and as a result, you know, uh, you've got to make adjustments and sacrifices on both sides. And I just don't know that either one of them are willing to do that yet. Although I know people that are already having to lose their homes and are selling off oh, things man. in order to just survive. So, well, what about you, know. you? How has this affected you? And, and you're a stunt man, and you work in the the film industry. How has this affected you? I haven't worked on a film set since February mm. of this year because we were coming off of the uh, the pandemic. So, I mean, there was pent up demand, but then they knew that 
we were going to go into contract negotiations and the studios were anticipating a strike. So they weren't going to start a production and have to stop halfway through. And then, of course, now we're in the midst of this thing. But, yeah, I work for a a company that, I mean, we provide tracking vehicles and arm cars for capturing chase scenes and um, and and really like high action stunts. And they're basically having to close up right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm like getting a different gig just to, you know, you you do what you got to do in order to put food on the table, man um back to ai for just a second i i didn't really realize how (laughs) it's been around for a while but it's just kind of there's been a flood of this ai stuff this this chat g what is it the chat uh gpt gpt hell my son gets on my phone and gets on uh snapchat i have an account on snapchat that i don't use and talks to ai it's really kind of creepy and i'll tell you the 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 tucker carlson artificial intelligence (laughs) bit that you made for me and hammer really really caused me to it was shocking almost because it sounds exactly like him do you care if i play that real quick no please this is I believe this is right after Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News and you put this together. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Oh, that's right. I don't have a job anymore. Why is that, I wonder? Golly, lots of other people have jobs. Absolutely terrible people. People who are beyond repugnant. How about the board of directors at Fox News Corporation? The money that they've paid out in sexual harassment claims against certain executives and hosts at that network is greater than the annual GDP of most major countries. But do they still have jobs? Yes, they do. How about Joe Biden? The cost of living under his administration of nincompoops is up 15% since President Poopy Pants took office. Thousands of illegal immigrants are flooding the southern border every day. Crime is through the roof. And despite the pooper-in-chief's vigorous assurances that we were going to cure cancer, that's yet to happen. Meanwhile, the president's son, the prolific blow artist, Hunter Biden, has been accused of everything except sniffing bicycle seats. But do Hunter and the big guy still have gainful employment? Yes, they do. How about radio station WIBC in Indianapolis? <laughs> Nigel Laskowski, or whatever the hell his name is, he can barely get through a segment without vomiting live on the air, probably because he's drunk. Of course, that's only on the rare day that he decides to come to work and do the afternoon drive show with his fat-ass co-host, Jason Hammer. Yeah, Hammer. I called you fat. Fat. Fat, fatty, fatty, fat, fat. What are you going to do about it? Salad dodger? Jelly belly? Biscuit buns? Not a damn thing. You're just going to sit there like the Jenny Craig dropout you are and forcibly pass gas into the seat of a chair that used to be occupied by Mike Pence. Aren't you donut dimples? Oh, you know what? Screw it. I'm too pissed off to do this monologue. Just go to traffic man boobs. You're probably desperate for a snack by now and i'm sure nigel needs another beer <laughs> true hey, brian that that is such an incredible piece of audio that you put together i don't know how you did that um i'm assuming you you wrote that and just entered yes. it into a, a a platform that that was able to somehow mimic tucker's voice because it sounded yeah. exactly like him 
I can take a a sample, a 60-second sample of basically anybody's voice and upload it, and it, it will replicate that person's voice. And so anything I type, anything that I come up with, he will say it. And you can get variations on the read uh, every single time. Like even the so, breaths that he was taking were, yeah. were emblematic of, of, of his style of speaking and what you saw on his show. I, I mean, that is just incredible we've got to do another one of those very soon man and i can see why ai is a big deal i mean if you were able to put that together in in, in an hour imagine what somebody with with incredible amounts of money and technology can do in the film industry with that i could see why that's a big deal for you guys okay yeah. we'll be right back it's the hammer and nigel show